My name is Trip Gorman, and in this episode of SME VC, I sit down with Mariano Mayer, general partner and co-founder at Utopia VC. A lawyer by trade, he was a partner at a Buenos Aires-based law firm before joining the government of Buenos Aires as the general director of entrepreneurship under then-mayor Mauricio Macri. When Macri was elected president of Argentina, Mariano became Argentina's national secretary of entrepreneurs and small and medium enterprises. Then in 2021, Mariano co-founded Utopia VC, an early stage VC with a focus on startups from pre-product market fit to the seed stage. In this episode of Sumi VC, we discussed Mariano's thoughts on Argentina as a venture capital and technology hub in 2023, the hardest part of starting a VC fund, Mariano's experiences working in government in Argentina, and why Argentina entrepreneurs were born to build in a world with inflation and uncertainty. We talked about all this and more in this episode of Samia VC. Mariano, could you start by telling the audience a bit more about your work history up to and including your current role at Utopia? Yes, sure. Um, I am a lawyer. I, I was uh, working uh, as, a, as a partner as a law firm uh, for 15 years. Uh, we, we started, in fact, a, a, a law firm focused on startups and funds in 1999 and uh, we, we saw a uh, rise and fall of the ecosystem <clears throat> but it was exciting especially in Argentina because we were part of the the development of the entrepreneurial ecosystem we work a lot not only with startup but also with uh, Endeavor and with NGOs and universities in 2013 I joined public service I was not involved in politics or anything like that but as many of my generation, we were sort of called or summoned. And uh, so I entered the, the government of Buenos Aires City uh, to try to develop uh, the entrepreneurship policies there. Uh, very, very interesting experience. And I was uh, more than two years there. And then uh, the, the mayor of the city, which was Mauricio Macri, he won the national election, the presidential election. And, and they offered me to continue in public service as the Secretary of State for uh, Entrepreneurship and Small Businesses and, and, and Knowledge Economy. So I, I accepted uh, and uh, I was there for, for four years, the four years of the mandate. Also incredible experience <clears throat> working with entrepreneurs, uh, uh, also with SMEs because the agenda was also SMEs. Uh, many things in common and many others that, that not, but uh, it was incredible uh, working all over Argentina and also being very, very involved in the international community, G20, YTO, UN, etc. So when we finished the mandate, uh, I, I returned to the public sector, to the private sector. We started a, a consultancy company called Maria, called Tide, which is working in, in, in corporate venturing, open innovation and public policies with, with states of Argentina and other countries <clears throat> and uh, in 2021 we started uh, Utopia uh, with a couple of friends that had uh, li like myself we have uh, uh, some years working in the ecosystem and we wanted to do something um, that would have an impact in the region uh, especially working with uh, the very early stages of startups so with, with a couple of friends, uh, we started this and, and also a couple of initial backers. We were mainly entrepreneurs with the same vision. 
So that, that's the the origin of, of Newtopia. We started in, in, in Buenos Aires. We were living all there in Argentina. And now we are all, all over Latin America. Amazing. So I, I want to first talk about that Argentina component. So I love mm. Argentina. I studied abroad <laughs> and I did a whole SME VC series about how much I love it from a tech and innovation perspective. And I think there's no okay. but, nobody better on earth potentially to talk about what it really means to build a company within Argentina based on both your experience as a, as a VC and in the government. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on Argentina as a VC and tech hub in 2023? Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> thank you for your kind words for, for Argentina. It's uh, as we say here in Argentina, it's a feeling. <laughs> it's not something that you can um, think about it. Uh, you have to experience it. Um, I mean, it's a, it's an incredible it's an incredible country, an incredible hub, with a lot of talented people. Uh, why the the why it's difficult to explain. Maybe it's because of uh, the mixture of cultures. A lot of immigrants in Argentina and, and uh, from very different places, uh, living in harmony and peace. So we we have all the best from many cultures. Uh, also, well, it's a it's a, a very big country with a, the very different uh, sceneries and, and climates and 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 and, and places, <clears throat> and uh, and also uh, it's it's a very changing environment uh, in in regulation in doing business. So it's very difficult to 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 start a company and to run a business in Argentina. Uh, I usually say that uh, the, the, the businessmen, especially the ones running SMEs, are a mixture of uh, heroes and crazy people uh, because uh, it's complicated uh, from the taxes point of view, bureaucracy, labor law, the lack of finance, uh, uh, regulations to import and to export. Uh, and uh, so it's, it's, it's not easy, but... In a way, that uh, challenging environment has made that uh, very um, flexible and resilient. Uh, in the past two weeks that we were part of many international forums, I was, uh, we were making this joke that uh, we as Argentinians have been preparing for the last two, 200 years for this time of the world. <laughs> we are very prepared for this world with inflation and conflicts and, and everything. But um, it, this, this mixture with a, a very big technological hub, not, not only in Buenos Aires, but in many places, uh, in, in many other provinces, which uh, it's, it's a big asset that we have. Uh, many, many people don't know. And in fact, many people in Argentina don't know that Argentina exports a lot of knowledge economy. We export seven thousand million dollars so it's the second or the third export of argentina much more than meat for example or wine uh, like 10 times wine and and three times meat Uh, there are many many vpos and service centers in argentina and amazing companies like global mercado libre so is that it's a crazy and, and complicated environment, talented people, a lot of challenges. And so it's like a very interesting uh, sandbox, uh, Argentina. But of course, 
uh, it, it shouldn't be so complicated. It's uh, it's in a way I, I'm I'm trying to make fun of that, but it's it's to to cry and to cry a lot because uh, it, it's complex when you have so much difficulties. Uh, there is a lot of brain drain. People going to other countries or or setting the companies in other places and and trying to avoid uh, regulation. So it should be much more uh, much better we, we can be much better in that sense the, the doing business would be could be a lot simpler uh, to for for startups i really appreciate that answer about argentina in, in 2023 I don't, i'm going to discuss more about argentina but first i want mm -hmm. to ask a very broad question that i know you've been asked before but i think i must ask it to do a service to the english language audience that listens to SME VC. i want to ask why did you co-found newtopia and what do you guys do differently Okay, we, we co-founded because we, we uh, I mean, when when the pandemic, uh, so, sorry, when when after the, the change of government, there were many people that were, because they were afraid of what would happen, they were leaving the country, many talented people, unicorns, friends, and then the pandemics, which was very tough, the quarantine in Argentina. So it was also uh, sad. Uh, but at that moment, uh, with many friends that we decided to stay in Argentina and we started having like transcendent conversations because we have time for that, um, we we decided that uh, as Mark Andreessen said in his post, in his post uh, it's, it's time to build. Uh, so we, we decided that yes, it was a time to build because uh, the digital transformation will, we, we, at that moment, we thought it would be uh, accelerated in uh, many uh, doubts about uh, uh, sectors being able of transformation with talent and technology uh, that were afraid of that. Uh, they, they started to do it, uh, whether they like it or not, like the forced by pilot groups. Uh, so at that moment, we, we decided I wanted to do something that, that it was a, an opportunity to try. We, we were always convinced that the future of Latin America were the entrepreneurs. Uh, but uh, at that moment, it, it, it felt so real because we, want, we, we saw that there was an opportunity of really making a difference and taking advantage of that, uh, that uh, nudge of that boost. <clears throat> so. Uh, and, and, and we realized that there were many, many people like us that, that they were doing things on their own, mentoring, investing. And there was an opportunity of sort of organizing that community to make something with more impact, with more, more scale. And, and, that, and so we started with ourselves and, and we, with the first conversations with these uh, leaders of the tech world, uh, unicorns like Marco Valperin, we saw that there was also interest in backing us with this this initiative. Uh, that's that's why we started. We want to be part of the transformation of Latin America, uh, uh, helping and investing the best entrepreneurs uh, that that are, are trying to to do that. We have many challenges in the region, in every sector that you can see: education, mobility, food, finance. Uh, but now. Uh, the, the the talent has been sort of unleashed or unlocked. There were always talent, or at least for the last 20 years, but now there is like a giant wave of talent that they want to solve 
all the problems that we have in the region. Uh, and we want to be part of that because we, we see an opportunity of making an upgrade in the region that has that have uh, many problems that are we, we cannot uh, ignore those kind of problems that we have countries with 50% of poverty, 70% of juvenile poverty. It's like a scene. So we must act. And we think that the best way to support the entrepreneurs that are trying to solve those problems. And what was the hardest part of starting a VC fund? The hardest part? Um, well, uh, fundraising. <laughs> No, it's a it's a it's an amazing challenge because it's a, you are doing something meaningful with purpose. So uh, for us, sharing our story, our ideas, and the purpose that we have, and trying to convince other people to join us, we uh, we enjoy that. It's it's not like a work. It's difficult, especially when you are a first time manager in 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 VCs one thing if you when you're raising your second or third fund the other thing is when you're raising your first one even when we had a lot of previous experience either as investors or creating the fund of funds in Argentina the innovation fund or Sasha he had his own fund but as a team we were a first time manager and for many institutional investors that's uh, that's um, and they, they cannot invest. So it, it's, it was hard work, but, but the same for entrepreneurs. So we cannot complain of that. Uh, and, and then, of course, trying to, to define the, the thesis and to combine. When, when you are a VC, you invest in, in, in very, very few projects and you meet amazing guys that are doing incredible things and, and you have to say no. Uh, to many of them. So, uh, and in my case, that I came from the development side, only in my experience at government, that when you are a government, you have more flexibility and you try to help, to try to help everybody. It's different when you are in, in the VC with the VC hat. So, uh, there are many projects that, that you, you have to pass. Uh, so, that, that's, uh, that's hard. I love it. So, you mentioned the brain drain for Argentina in one of your previous answers. And I think one of the, the companies that might be emblematic of that would be Kiwi, where the founders left Argentina and now they're in Mexico City, but then they're still building something that was you know deeply rooted in Argentina. I'd, I'd love to hear about why you guys invested in them and about that kind of journey that many Argentine founders have to make in going to a larger market like Brazil or maybe Colombia and, and Mexico. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, uh, it, it happened to other countries that are very talented, but, but with small markets like Israel, for example, when the startups, all the startups that we invest, that we have invested from 50 different countries, uh, founders. So we have founders from Bolivia, from Peru, Uruguay, Panama, Costa Rica, Chile, Colombia, Mexico, of course, Mexico, Brazil, and Argentina. But with all of them, uh, we analyze if they have Mexico or Brazil or the U.S. in their in their roadmap, uh, because those are the big markets, and we want projects that have a, a regional approach or a global approach. Uh, so, in case of Argentina, it's part of that. It's not a it's an interesting market to start and to make some pilot proof, but but then you have you you need to have Mexico or Brazil or the U.S. in, the, in your roadmap. 
and but so we have a lot of projects that are now uh, really focused on those markets, but uh, they, they, they still have uh, the back office or the development teams in, in their own country, like Argentina. Uh, that, that's why most of these projects have an impact in many, many countries, not, not only in the market where they are acting. And in case of Kiwi, well, they are, uh, they are incredible and they are addressing one of, uh, not, not a problem for Latin America, a worldwide problem, which is the waste of food, which is incredible. Uh, uh, the, the amount of food that is wasted uh, with, with so many people with hunger in the world, it's, uh, it's a sin. So we, we need to do something about it. And they are trying to solve it with technology. Um, of course, it's uh, it's challenging. You you need to work with corporations. Also, you need to work with the, the habits of people uh, to to create traction. But uh, uh, we like and and they are very very courageous uh, with the decisions that they have taken, uh, and that's what we like of them. And you mentioned that the past election, you know, after Macri might have made some people leave Argentina. What do you think is going to happen in the upcoming election, and how do you think that'll change Argentina? Well, I, I think that uh, there is a, this is challenging times for, for every country, not only in Argentina. I mean, uh, with the, all the, the society, as somebody was mentioning, we are millionaires in information, but billionaires in expectations. So it's to, today to be, to be at government in any country, it's very challenging. Uh, and the pandemics also created even more challenges uh, uh, and and with the post pandemic also with inflation and all the things that you try you you did to try to solve the problem so i think it's an interesting moment for the private sector because the, the public sector have shown that uh, they have of course uh, incapacity to solve many problems that usually people think that were like taboo or were part of, of, of only the public agenda. Uh, so one of the positive things of the pandemic is that the private sector, entrepreneurs and corporations have taken leadership positions and they have stepped forward to try to cooperate and to solve uh, these uh, big, big problems that, that we have. So uh, I, I see, uh, uh, and, and Argentina is part of, part of that. Uh, I see that the 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 the, the leaders, the, the business leaders, and also the different leaders, are realizing that uh, for that Argentina has another big opportunity. We have lost many opportunities in the past. Many, uh, we have a new one. Thanks God, and 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 we have to take it, and 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 we could do it. Yeah, we could do it, and and there are things. There is a lot of consensus about that yeah, besides ideologies and whatever but uh, there is a consensus that we need to create uh, th that the best way to reduce poverty is creating more companies creating more jobs uh, and giving opportunities for people to be part of the digital economy and and to uh, and, and and to give access to opportunities wherever the people are living argentina is a big country so you need to work in uh, in a in a federal way. So, and I think that if you zoom out from the discussions of these days, the the consensus is 
growing about uh, what what should be done for Argentina to, to be a, a main protagonist of of this of this time because we are very prepared for 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 this world I think uh, if we can solve some of the 20th century problems that we still have. And you, you mentioned courage when talking about the Kiwi founders coming to Mexico. I think it's quite courageous to go into the Argentine government because of you know the, the the international reputation that it does have. So you know I admire that, and I want to ask based off that you know you were you were in both the city government of Buenos Aires, which you know is doing a pretty good job, I would say, on on the scale, and um, then the government of Argentina nationally. I'd love to ask you know what did you see on the inside there that you know maybe people wouldn't know. Um, what are like the common misconceptions about the government in Argentina? And then what do you think needs to change for it to be a place where, uh, you know, people will found companies there without having all sorts of holding companies everywhere else so they don't pay any Argentine taxes and they, you know, it's not just their service workers there. So I, I, I'd love to ask. Oh, I, I, I mean, my experience, there were, there, there are a lot of talented people uh, trying to serve their country. Uh, we, we, we need to be organized in, in a better way and to try to leave us part of the ideology and, and to agree on some basic things. But when you talk with other people, they, I think we are not so far away. Uh, you have like uh, different colors or flavors in some things, but in some others, we, we agree that Argentina has a big potential in technology, that there is a big hub and, and uh, uh, so, I, I, for me, the experience was incredible uh, to, to have met uh, all the country uh, uh, from uh, north to south, uh, west to east, uh, met amazing people and amazing people also working in the public sector. Uh, and, and so for me, it was, was a, a experience that I will recommend. It was it didn't have a very good reputation working at government, uh, but I think it's worth it and to have a, at least some experience and to cooperate with your country, uh, put your money where your mouth is, and that they, well, like they said. Um, so I I will recommend that um, and and uh, but I think it's starting to happen. I like a lot what uh, Esteban Bullrich, which is former senator, very good friend, very tech savvy. Uh, uh, he's, he's trying to, to work in that sense of, of trying to, to, to focus on the things that, that unite us and, and not the things that separate us. So you went from government to venture capital. I think that's very unique. And then another thing that's quite unique is from being a very successful lawyer in a venture capital. So I wanna ask about you know, how being a lawyer informs your role as an investor, as a general partner, working with founders, especially in and around the Argentine sphere? How did being a lawyer inform your role now? Well, I, I studied law because there were many possibilities. It was not a very uh, convinced decision, but, 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 but it was a, a, an interesting career uh, that we have there. And you learn a lot about relations and about the uh, balance in relations. And when you are investing, uh, you have to analyze a project the, the, not, not only at um, how, how it is today, but to try to project things at least 10 years ahead. 
Uh, and lawyers, we do that all the time. When we analyze a, a, a contract and we are negotiating that, we are trying to think what might happen in the future with that relations. Uh, so it's it's the same, practically the same. Always trying to look for for balance and equilibrium because when 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 an economic relation doesn't have that balance, we we have problems uh, between the founders or with the founders and their investors. So. In the end, it, it, that, it, that training that you have, it, it's, it, it helps a lot when analyzing uh, a project, especially in, in our case, when we are investing in very early stages. So there you have mostly the team and, and you have to analyze how they are, how is the relation between the founders, what would happen. Uh, and also uh, you are establishing like a, a marriage with uh, as an investor, uh, I don't I don't remember who who was the guy. I don't know if Peter Thiel or who, which investor was saying that the the average term of a VC uh, the relation of a VC with the startup it's uh, higher than the average marriage in the US. Uh, the the duration of that. So uh, I think that helps um, a lot uh, with with the analyzing the startup. Besides other things that are more like regulatory things or but, but uh, I, I like most about talking about uh, balance. So I want to switch gears to a fun question, a very open-ended question. What are you most excited about right now? What I'm uh, about uh, Utopia and Latin America. I think uh, it's a it's a very challenging moment, and if in, if you zoom in, probably you you say. You have to fly away from Latin America because we have political problems, economic problems, um, uncertainty about election and many things. But if you zoom out, I think it's it's an amazing region. You have big population, young, young talented population with very good cell phone penetration. Um, all the problems there. Uh, and and finally, the mindset of the entrepreneurs have changed, and they are seeing this as opportunities. It's a commonplace, or maybe it's a cliche what I'm saying, but it's it's it can be uh, more accurate. Uh, so um, I'm excited about the deep trends in Latin America of talented people trying to solve the problems that that uh, that we have with technology. And, and being able of, of being part of that, at least with a, a tiny part and with incredible partners and amazing investors for, 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 for me, it's like a blessing. So a lot of funds are you know, technically based in Buenos Aires. They might have started there, but I don't think any have the true focus on investing in Argentina that Utopia does, especially in 2023 with the amount of investments you guys have done. What do you see from companies and founders operating in Argentina that might be different from other countries where founders in Brazil or, or Mexico might be solving different problems or interacting with different issues. Well, what's different with Argentina from, from on the ground where you are? Uh, we have invested, as I mentioned, from 15 different uh, countries and, and we, we like to mingle them a lot. We have at least two times a year, three times a year, these community events where we, we gather all the founders to, to live in a house 
to spend some time together to have breakfast, dinner, and to have uh, uh, small conversations. And and we see a lot in common, and that that's why I think that in many cases the integ famous integration of Latin America will be made by the entrepreneurs rather than government. But of course, in some things you see the Argentinians that are very uh, the, the talent there is everywhere amazing talent in Colombia in Brazil in in, in Peru in any country but maybe because of this uh, challenging environment that we have for many many years uh, Argentinians are uh, very resilient um, and uh, they have a sort of uh, as they say in Israel this kind of chutzpah which is this kind of attitude that for some people could be a negative connotation, but it could be also a positive one. And, and they, we have a say here, I know if you have the same, but it's uh, don't get drowned in a glass of water. Uh, and and, and we, we don't do that as Argentinians because there's always something that you can try and, and how people here are trying to deal with all their restrictions and regulations for pain or for the exporting. Uh, of course, it's a pain and it shouldn't be like that, but in a way that uh, many years of that have uh, made the, the entrepreneurs like commandos. Amazing. Okay, so finally, I have to ask Peter Thiel's famous contrarian question, but with uniquely Simia VC twist. What important truth about Latin America do very few people agree with you on? <laughs> That's a very good question. Uh, well, it, it, it depends on the context, but many people think that uh, most of the people, they hate Argentinians because we are smart and we are very posh, whatever. I, I don't know if that's true. It could be, but in, in many cases, it's not, uh, not, not as bad as that. Well, okay, Mariano, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Simia VC podcast today. I very much appreciate your time. Thank you. It's a pleasure and congratulations for, for this initiative. Thank you for watching this episode of Samia VC. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you view the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Gorman Trip. And be sure to check out our newsletter, DealFlow LA, which can be found by going to dealflow.la.